Hey, it's Jane Castor. Hi, Mayor. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. I certainly hope we can get together in uh, in a happier times soon. I was thinking the last time yeah. I saw you, I think we were at a bike rally with a lightning bug next to us and a ton of people. <laughs> that would be a, a lot nicer. Oh, it? yeah, it sure would. How have you been holding up? You've definitely had your hands full for weeks. Good, good. Everything's good. You know, just trying to get through all of this and get back on our feet. But it's all, uh, everything's good. Well, you certainly acted uh, very quickly, putting a lot of things in place right away. Most recently this week, we have the curfew that's been put in place. I just wanted to talk to you about a couple things before we get to the big Feed It Forward food drive, which we have coming up tomorrow. But why the curfew? And and how do you think that will help? We were looking for a way to uh, keep young people from gathering in groups and possibly taking this virus back into their homes where and passing it on to those who could least afford to to get it you know those who sure. uh were older or had comorbidity issues and um during the epg meeting i stated that i would be in favor of a curfew if it was more stringent than the safer at home order we voted on it And then the uh, legal team at the county came out with the curfew order, and it basically is the same exact thing as safer at home, just a different name. And so I think that there's going to be some adjustments tomorrow uh, during our... Oh, okay. Yeah. But the, the big thing that I want everyone to understand is that what they need to look at this safer at home order and if we continue with a curfew order, what they need to look at is the overarching goal. And that is for everyone to understand their level of personal responsibility and to ensure that they are doing what they can to avoid the transmission and um, uh, of this virus and make sure that we can keep the number of positive cases and therefore associated deaths to a minimum in Hillsborough County. Sure. And that's what we're looking for. So, you know, I don't, everybody can ask a million questions and really get wrapped around the axle on this, but if if you're doing what has been asked, and that is staying at home whenever possible and only going out for those uh, necessary services, or if you're an essential worker, then you're doing your part and staying six feet away from each other and doing what you can to keep from um, transmitting this virus. So after the meeting tomorrow, do you think uh, the public will will hear about more guidelines or changes? Yes. I think what happened is that each of the emergency policy group members uh, voted on, you know, what they thought the curfew order was going to consist of. Mm -hmm. And so after it, you know, after it was voted on, then it was crafted by the legal team and in essence, it, it is the same thing as the safer at home. Now, tomorrow when you meet, uh, will this also be a meeting that you'll discuss the uh, possible mandatory face masks for being out yes, in public? Right. And that's something that, that I am championing, and that is um, utilization of face coverings whenever you there's the possibility that you will come in close contact with other individuals. The two things that have been shown to be very, very effective in reducing the spread of this virus is the distance separation and the utilization of face covers. And so that's that's what we're looking to uh, require citizens to do. And again, 
I would like for everyone to look at the big picture and the overarching goal here. You know, you can do anything that you could do before without a face covering. You know, if you want to go out for a jog, you're taking your dog for a walk, whatever it is. Sure. But just those locations, grocery stores, pharmacies, um, going to the clinics, whatever it is that will bring you in, in close proximity to others, please wear a face covering. And that face covering can even be a T-shirt that you're wearing that you just pull up over your nose and mouth. You know, I was just going to ask you about other coverings because a lot of people just don't have access to masks. I mean, a lot of even our, our, you know, (laughs) people on the front lines don't. So what do you do? Like the bandana, a scarf, things like that. You're saying anything would work. Anything's better than nothing. Yes. You know, we call the the fishing buffs, you know, the the things you put around your neck and over your your nose and mouth you know that would suffice anything that will you know will stop that um basically that transmission that when you exhale exhale uh those droplets that's that's what we're looking at is trying to stop that transmission of of that fluid that may cause uh the, the transmission of the virus. And I know that you just put in place now this week, it was announced uh, a new relief fund for small businesses. I think it also can affect certain families and individuals um, if they qualify. Mm-hmm. Could you just tell us briefly about that? I sure can. So it's One Tampa. You can go to onetampa.org and find out the details. And in essence, anybody who lives in the city of Tampa and you know is having issues, having trouble paying rent, or their mortgage or their utilities, they can apply to this fund and we will pay uh, one month rent or mortgage up to a certain amount and then the same thing with a utility bill. Wow. It's something to look at as sort of a bridge until the federal or uh, state funding comes through. And then for small businesses, if they're in the city of Tampa and in the Um, low-income census tract or a uh, community revitalization area, which really the combination of those two cover a very, very large swath of our city. Oh, yeah. If they're in particular area, then they can apply for these uh, small business grants, and those also will help pay mortgage or rent for one month, and then um, utilities as well. That's wonderful, because it's giving people hope right now at a time that, you know, we really need it, and uh, and a way through, a way through this thing. And those that have been maybe less affected can donate, right? To donate whatever they can to the One Tampa Fund. Uh, One Tampa OneTampa.org. Okay, we'll definitely get that out to everybody. And along those lines, we have a big day coming up tomorrow with Feed It Forward, our virtual food drive to help benefit Metropolitan Ministries. What was really shocking to me, and gosh, we've just been talking about how crazy it is that 75% of the people going to Metropolitan Ministries currently have recently been laid off due to this virus. And this is, you know, I mean, people are just being devastated by what's going on. And they were even saying in their 48-year history of helping people throughout the Tampa Bay area, this is the most overwhelmed they've been. And that is just such a powerful statement. And to hear something like that. So we're really hoping that people were trying to make it easy. It's all virtual, a virtual food drive going on where you can donate money or even go to the virtual food pantry and donate as well. Well, I'm I'm very appreciative of of the effort because it it really is incredible. I was at a um, 
a food distribution event on Saturday over at HCC. And I was talking with someone and I said, you know, so many people that are lined up to receive this gift would have, in any other situation, would have been here volunteering to pass it out. Wow. But yeah. as you as you, you know, underscored so eloquently, there's so many people in our community that have been dramatically affected by this virus. Yeah. But events like yours are are the reason that Tampa's the best city in the nation because <laughs> It really is. Come to get community. It really is. And, and we're going to be there to make sure that we're helping everyone in our community in whatever way we can. That's right. That's right. I mean, even with Metropolitan Ministries, their demand basically, bottom line is in all this, it's three times what it normally is now. And they don't, you know, we don't want to get to a point where anybody has to be turned away. That's really why we yeah. need to come together. And the smallest donation can help. Yep, without a doubt. And I thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Because, uh, you know, it is so true that, that every little bit helps. And, you know, just just think about that. If you haven't been affected by this, then, um, you know, thank God for that and, right. and help out as much as you can, because you can help your neighbor, you can help your family, you can help a stranger that, that's in need. I really appreciate it. Mayor Castor, thank you so much. It is just, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. And I, like I said at the beginning of this phone call, I certainly hope to see you in much better times where we can have people around us again at a big event. It would be a lot of fun. I hope we get to that point point sooner than later. And, uh, and I certainly look forward to it. And thank you again for all you're doing for our community. Thank you for all you do for us. We really appreciate your service to the people here in Tampa. Thank you, Mayor. Thank you.